It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Plus, you can't lose your job if you decide to seek help. Sheer Recovery offers all levels of treatment. We understand what you're going through and know how to help. Make the best decision of your life and call Sheer Recovery now. Spelled S-H-E-E-R. The number is 888-254-6801. That's 888- KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Four-year deal with Ryan Tannehill that could be worth up to $118 million over the term, which is an average annual salary of $29.562 million, of which is fully guaranteed. This also gives Tom Brady one fewer option. Other news from the NFL, the players have voted to approve the new collective bargaining agreement, which will secure labor peace with the owners through at least 2030. This will also clear the way for the 17-game regular season. From the NCAA, after the cancellation of the basketball tournaments on Friday, many thought it would be a nice gesture to still go through the selection committee process and announce the field of 68 as it would be an honor for some schools to just say they made it into the tournament. Well, the NCAA announced today they will not be going through that process. From the NBA, following the lead of Donovan Mitchell yesterday, his teammate Rudy Gobert, who also tested positive for the COVID-19 virus, released a message on Twitter today. I'm going to start by saying thank you to all the people that have been supportive and for all the positive energy. It really means a lot. As for myself, I've been feeling a little better every single day thanks to the healthcare people of Utah and Oklahoma City and all the great people around me. As you may already know, I just wanted to make sure to remind you guys to keep washing your hands frequently with soap and water. Try to avoid touching your face, your nose, your eyes, and of course, try to avoid making unnecessary contact with people. It's all about protecting yourself and the people around you. I wish I would have took this thing more seriously, and I hope everyone else going to do so because we can do it together. Take care and stay safe. Thanks, Kobe. I'm Pete Fox. This is NBC Sports Radio. Looking for a new place to eat? Delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Steer in Redlands, is officially open for business daily from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous sundaes, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned root beer floats, frosties, cake 
cakes and pies, too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods, with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Altaloma. Join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them terrysdinerredlands.com. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is The Man from Yesterday. And back in time to this time in 1966, 200 teenagers surged through police barricades to welcome actor Robert Vaughn in London and knock him down. Robert Vaughn and David McCallum star in NBC TV's Man from Uncle. Here's part of that theme song. And from this time in 1956, Disneyland Records debuts. Its first record, the soundtrack of Song of the South. The songs from that soundtrack include Uncle Remus Said, How Do You Do, and this one. Yes, sir. Zippity doo dah, zippity My oh my, what a wonderful day. Zippity doo dah, zippity And from this time in 1974, a man is seen streaking across the stage of The Tonight Show on NBC TV. It's later revealed the guy is one of Carson's writers, Pat McCormick. Streaking here in 1974 has become a fad on college campuses. What is they calling the street? With more at manfromyesterday.com. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is serving up some really cool ice cream at La Micho Acana. Then get your chocolates and other delights from Seas Candies. Moms and future moms who visit the mall can cool off and relax while they get treated like royalty at Shiny Nails or Francis Nails and then pampered at Texture Hair. The Tri-City Center is filled with retailers who care about you. Shop at the Tri-City Center in Redlands and see why they call it the Mall with a Heart. The following program is produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting, the GAB Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, Paulina Hilla, and Andrea Rodeman. This week, like every week, we'll be addressing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. This week, we'll be talking about the coronavirus. Um, are you with us, uh, Paulina? Yes. Hello. And what about you, uh, Rosa? Rosa? All right, anyway, so we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. And actually, the discussions that we're going to have, we're going to be focusing on four things as we're talking about the coronavirus. Number one is the impact on the economy. And we'll also talk about whether the uh, Trump administration has uh, adequately dealt with the issue. Number one is what kind of impact do we believe that it will have on 
um, actually electing Trump out of office, and the other one is basically is he going to use it, can he use it to prolong his presidency? And Rose, are you with us now? There's two people on the line. And who are the two people on the line? All right, at any rate, we're talking about the coronavirus and basically uh, the issues surrounding the economy. We can't get our, are the callers on the line or we can't get them on the line? Okay, who, who's on the line? And who is it that we can't get on the line? Because there's two calls there and I can't get either one of them on the line. Do we have do we have them on the line? Who's on the? Can anybody tell me who's on the line? Helena's on the line. Okay, so what about Rosa? Is Rosa on the line? Has she called, or what's going on? Because it looks like we lost the callers again. No, it looks like we called Paulina. Are you there? We lost her too. So I guess what we need to do is to make sure before we get started the next time that we know that we got the, the callers or the, my staff on the line. But at any rate, Doc, um, I'm going to let you talk right now. Can you tell me wh what's, your what's your thought on the coronavirus? Well, Brother Ali, um, you know, we've been here before um, to specifically go into the questions. You know, the virus itself is just like anything else. Um, if you have taken precautions beforehand, if you do what you normally should do uh, every day, regardless to a health situation or whatever the crisis might be, uh, you should be in good shape. The only unknown that uh, you can't uh, 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 put into the equation is what other people do. So I think distancing is a purpose in relationship to Trump. Um, I really think it shows him and his administration uh, for what they really are. Uh, one of the things that the executive uh, individual leading the country is supposed to be able to do is make sure that the degree of public safety is on board and that even if they can't control the situation, they have some type of a proactive plan to deal with the crisis as they come forth. Uh, so I think it's really showed the, the inability of the people he's put in power to navigate a crisis. And then number two, um, can he use it uh, to his advantagement? I think he will try to do everything he can to use it to his advantagement, but I don't think he knows how at this point because it's not something that he can control and navigate like he could these other situations where he could uh, lie himself out of it or, or, or make it to seem like it was somebody else. So definitely think uh, is going to uh, is going to highlight and affect the presidency moving forward lastly people usually operate through emotionalism and the people in this country unfortunately so many of them are scared right now and if that degree of fear holds anywhere near the election i think uh, that he is going to have an extremely detrimental effect on uh, his presidency and him being reelected okay uh, what about you, Andrea? Can you tell me what what your thoughts are? Do do we have the callers on? Are they are you there? I'm here. And who's here? Who's that? Polina. Okay, Rosa, are you there? Ooh. Andrea, can you t give me your impact on what you on the on the coronavirus? Trump is concerned, my personal thought is that 
I believe that what will happen is, first of all, let me say, I, I believe that there's already a, a, uh, a antidote for it. Um, we're not going to get it until we come closer to the election time. That's just my personal opinion, and I think in the long run, this may be uh, something to make him look like the savior in the end, because he's going to come up, uh, or uh, the, the antidote will come, will uh, surface around the time of the election and um, he's gonna look like the, the grand savior of it all. That's just my opinion in regards to this whole virus. I know that it's, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, we've had mass here, but not to, this, not to this degree, and I don't know if it's something that's a ploy or, or not. That's just, uh, that's just my personal opinion on it. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so we're trying to, um, I'm having a hard time hearing myself. You sound different now. I know. I, I think that something is going on with, uh, with what we're hearing ourselves. I can't hear myself. Well, only one um, is able to go on uh, at once. So can, it you a, can you give them a different number or something? Yeah, let me try that. Okay, so so at any rate, so let's just get uh, try to focus on this thing. So anyway, uh, with are you there, Paulina? Yes, I am. Okay, can you can you give me your your thoughts on the on the coronavirus? Yeah, so I think personally, I've been dealing with it a lot in the last week. Um, I don't think the virus is the problem. The problem is the media and the people having the wrong information. So I think what we're struggling with here is the miscommunication and people starting to panic rather than actually listening to scientists and people that know what they're talking about to find the right understanding of how to deal with the situation. Do we have Rosa on yet? Hello? Okay. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Who is this? Rosa. Okay, Rosa, you can talk. We lost Paulina now, but go ahead. And, and uh, you just now joining us. What we were talking, what we've been talking about is the coronavirus, and we've been talking about the. I said at the beginning of the um, when I was talking that basically uh, we were going to discuss uh, how well we feel that the, the administration has dealt with the coronavirus. That was the first thing that we were going to talk about today. The second thing is that we're going to talk about the impact that it would have on the economy. And we're going to uh, talk about whether this is going to serve to have Trump, uh, you know, uh, have an impact on the election where he may be voted out of office. And whether he'll try, is there a way that he could use it to potentially prolong his um, uh, presidency? So. Yeah. I guess the first thing when we talk about is uh, how do you feel at least at least at this point I know we're only we're coming up on a couple of minutes because we've not been able to to patch in our, our calls and stuff so but at any rate can you give me uh, your your thoughts on uh, how well the administration has dealt with it well from being being here in Spain <laughs> mm -hmm. um, has definitely given me the perspective that the way in which it has been dealt back in the United States has definitely been not so good. Um, I think that 
the myths and misinformation that has been uh, wrongfully perpetuated by the current media has definitely increased the level of panic within the American. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In society, and that in itself is not you know, efficient. It's not something that helps anyone. As far as the administration, I feel like I say, I mean, they're, they're barely coming up with a solution to getting tests and, you know, keeping people inside and, you know, helping the curve and all of that. And I definitely do think that they haven't been able to successfully address it mm-hmm. from the media point and from the social societal point as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, is any, so do we have to Something is wrong with the. Do we still do we do we have two people on or not? Okay, is Rosa still there? Or are we are we just kicking people off back and forth? I know, but we we got to solve that. We can't have it. In other words, when the person calls back, you need to give them another number to call in. I have to be able to have both of my callers on here. We can't every time we start the show not have the callers on here. So we have to do something about Do we have anybody on right now? Yes, Polina is here. All right. At any rate, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the timeline. Uh, basically, uh, as far as the timeline is concerned, it said on December the 31st, uh, the health authorities were treating the dozens of were. Uh, this is in China and that they were actually treating dozens of, of cases. This was back in December the 31st of last year. And then it, be, it, it appears that in, on January the 11th, that's when the Chinese first reported its uh, first death on the coronavirus. Uh, and then it wasn't until Ju- uh, January the 20th when we began to start hearing the first confirmed cases outside of, of mainland China. Um, and the first confirmed case in the United States came the next day in Washington State, uh, where uh, a gentleman, I believe, in his 30s, uh, had returned, had developed symptoms after returning from the uh, from Wuhan, Wuhan rather, which is in China. And so, of course, um, so that's where we where we are with regards to how it actually started. And then, of course, you know, obviously, after the learning of it, they've restricted travel. The U.S. has restricted travel uh, uh, from China uh, since the the call of it. So, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's a couple of things with regards that we need to, to address. Number one is dealing with the virus itself. I mean, what do we do? What are the things that we do? Uh, as far as we've heard things from the World Health Organization, from medical professionals, how to deal with the with the virus, but but also the implications. Of course, there's individuals that believe that uh, obviously it's going to have a significant impact on the economy. But at any rate, we're getting ready to go to the to the break, and we'll actually continue with our discussion on the other side of the break.
Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. Welcome to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew where we're uh, discussing the uh, coronavirus situation. Are you there, Rosa? Is there is there anybody there? Lena's here. Okay. But at any rate, so I don't know if you talked, you've heard about, let's start talking about a little bit about the, the impact on the economy. I believe that the impact on the, who am I speaking with on the line? Rosa? Okay, Rosa. All right, so let's talk about the issue. So whatever, until we get the situation straightened, about, uh, straightened out, who can get on the line and who can't get on the line, just keep Rosa on the line. But at any rate, Rosa, um, the one thing that, w let's talk a little bit about the impact on the economy. 
Um, and obviously, you know, there's situations where across the country, I mean, across the country, obviously, they're doing things like, um, um, you know, cutting, you know, the, school, the schools are cutting down, uh, you know, a lot of events where there's a lot of people are cutting down. Transportation is an impact on transportation. There's an impact on so many different things. And obviously, this is something that's going to, at least from my perspective, it's going to have a huge impact on the economy. And one of the, and one of the things that I thought about, for example, like when you think about restaurants, right? And you think about a lot of these restaurants that a lot of people aren't going to feel going out to eat at restaurants right now. So obviously the restaurant business is going to be one of those uh, or hotels, you know, like, for example, they're canceling conferences, you know. So now, you know, you got the hotel, hotel industry that's going to be impacted. You've got travel that's going to be impacted because obviously people are going to start, you know, canceling flights when they're mm -hmm. going to different locations. And, you know, and then when you're losing business, now what's going to happen is that, like in most states, they're mandated to pay a certain amount of sick days. So at least, like, for example, in the state of California, what is it, three days you have to pay now? Mm -hmm. So now mm -hmm. what happens is you've got, you've got, you know, a slowdown in the business, number one. And number two, um, you have... Uh, the, the slowdown in the business, and you also are going to have businesses who are going to have to pay people for not coming in, um, you know, so now, you know, which, you know, a lot of small businesses, that really in, impacts them. So, I mean, I think that, you know, I think that there's this effort to try to prevent from being this huge, you know, that everybody doesn't want everybody to, like, lose it. You know, in other words, that's what they don't want this hysteria going around. Mm-hmm. And so because of their fear of what would happen if people kind of, you know, got to a situation where they, you know, uh, panicked. And we, we, we see there's enough panic we've seen going into the stores and how, you know, many of these stores are running out of specific products, right, where you're talking about sanitizers and all this other stuff, right? So, you know, so for me, and I don't want to be one of those conspiracy theorists. But I'm also, we also always have to even sometimes second guess what the government is doing. Mm -hmm. So the next, so, so now I know I'm throwing a whole bunch at you <laughs> at one time. But we're talking about the issue, issue of the economy, which is obviously something that's going to, and, and see, that was kind of what happened. And as we talk about the economy, that's kind of what happened, um, you know, before that was what he was running on. So in other words, as long as the economy was really good, you know, it's really hard to unseat a president because it's all about the economy, right? That's true. So if the economy is strive, thriving to a certain extent, that's generally something that you have to, you have an issue with, right? Yes. Are you still there, Rosa? Okay. No, she's not. Okay, so so that's a that's an issue when we talk about the issue with the with the economy. Okay, so now, um, so now that we have an issue with the economy, then um, we also have an issue with uh, whether he's going to be able to get back into office, right? Mm-hmm. So now that we have an impact, so let's just go back because you guys are, are killing me, man. When it comes to the, with the, with the the phone lines, I just yeah. can't even think. Christ. But at any rate, um, 
That's the crisis right now. Yes. Is yes. my is the is the the phone lines and yes. in my engine. But at any rate, so we have an impact on the economy and and we're seeing that uh, as we were saying before that when you have a president when the economy is really good, typically that does very well, right? Right. Correct. And and typically, an, a president usually could, and and that was kind of what he was running on. Like for example, that was a huge issue when he was giving the was it the tax cuts the last yeah, time? That was his number one issue, Brother right. Ali. Yeah, that he was running on. Exactly. So now you know you got so so now what we're doing is we're going to now we're entering or getting close to his to you know election time, and we're coming on this issue with the coronavirus, and clearly the coronavirus is probably going to have a bigger impact on the economy than what they're going to reveal, right? So, yeah, so I think that one of the things, see, this is also, this is what scares me, right? So I done threw two things at you, Rosa, and and, and crew, right? Mm -hmm. So the third thing I'm going to run, I'm going to throw at you, is I'm fearful of what they may not be telling us. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, so that's the thing that we have to ask ourselves, is that you know, at first, I think they were even trying to even make an argument that it wasn't even a big problem. Yes, they were. So now mm -hmm. they could not hide that issue. So now what's happening is, I mean, he's thinking about being reelected. Mm -hmm. And he's going to do whatever he needs to do to be reelected. Right. So now we're really in a big, we're in a situation where, you know, on one hand, you know, you kind of you kind of sit back and think, you know, hey, this thing is going to play its way through. Um, we're going to be okay, you know, we know the information that we've been provided, you know, but they're closing down everything. Yeah. So, so in other words, then it makes you think, is there something that I don't know? Is there something that we don't know when it comes to this situation? Mm. You know, are we being, are, are, are they going to delay? Well, let me ask you this question. Do you believe, and I'm going to ask, all, you know, everybody, do you believe that he would compromise the lives of the citizens of this country in order to be reelected. I want to begin yeah. with you, Rosa. I mean, definitely, that's what he's been doing. We found out of this back in January, and he kept saying that, you know, that it was very much under control, that the CDC and his administration were doing a great job of handling the coronavirus, you know, that everything was okay, but it wasn't, and they knew it. And they weren't acting on it, so I definitely do think that he's willing to compromise the health and the lives of individuals in order to get reelected. Right. And Paulina, are you there? Oh, what about you, Andrea? How do you feel? I feel the exact same way. Just to me, even just in his addressing the issue, he just seems very nonchalant, non-caring, um, and and he's he's dirty. So absolutely, he will. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. What, what about you, Doc? Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, based on his actions, his actions uh, show that's exactly what he would do. But I want to go back to your economic point, too, Brother Ali. Look, if they solve this so-called crisis tomorrow with this virus, uh, you're still going to have people that have been devastated. you got small businesses that uh, are closing down right now that are not going to be able to recover. And when you look at holistically uh, this whole plan of action, it really makes you question because this America leads in warfare. And you attack a crisis the same perspective that you would 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In a warfare situation, what do you do real quickly? You ID the threat. You look for the risk factors. Mm-hmm. You isolate. You diffuse the bomb. You bring your best experts in. Then you look for root causes. That's what right. we do at times of war. Mm-hmm. And the same thing should have been and could have been applied here, but it was purposely uh, not applied. And the question becomes, why wasn't applied? My last thing, going back to what we call so-called conspiracy theories, look, this president wants to stay in office regardless of the next term. He wants to stay in office past that term. So if I could create a worldwide situation to where I need to be put into that position and stay in that position because the nature of the emergency that's going on in this country, guess what? I might be able to prolong my stay past the next term uh, to an indefinite situation until the crisis is dealt with. I'm not saying that's the case, but the nature of this president and what he has done uh, for that uh, accumulation of power, we've got to question everything at this point. Right, right, most definitely. Wow. But at any any rate, so um, <coughs> well, he said one minute, one minute ago. <laughs> anyway, so so anyway, so I believe that I believe that there is uh, truly the the issue with the with the economy. Uh, it, I think is critical for a couple of reasons. Number one is that the reality of it is is that I think that we're going to be hugely impacted, and yes. we're already hugely yes. impacted. Yes, with regards yeah. to the economy. And the second thing with regards to that, and we're actually going to talk more about it on top of the break, is our fear of what they're not telling us. But at any rate, we'll address that issue on the other side of the break. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, 
Clinics at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. The Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. And we're still talking about the coronavirus. So now we were talking about the issue of how the coronavirus could actually be. I mean, let me ask you this, um, Rosa. Do you believe that the corona, when it comes to his election, do you believe that this is going to be something that's going to hugely impact his ability to be reelected? I think it's definitely going to be detrimental <laughs> in making sure that, yeah, he gets, he doesn't or does get reelected because he can definitely use it for him or he can, it can be used against him. So, yeah. And the next question is, is it possible for him to use it to prolong the presidency. Let's just assume that there's a, there's a national yes. uh, crisis and now we can't go to the voting booth. Everything is, mm -hmm. is publicly mm -hmm. shut down. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's yeah. possible? Very possible. Yeah, that's, that's definitely possible. And I mean, he, the thing about it is that like the economy and the way that it's going, um, back in January, he actually issued a Twitter talking about how Fed, the, the, the Chairman Powell, the chairman of the Fed, needed to lower interest rates. He got a domestic pa uh, bill passed through Congress that allowed him to print more money, reflected on the M1 money supply. Mm -hmm. So he used basically quantitative easing to pump the economy with more money to make things look good on the surface when they weren't good. Yes. So the economy itself has been suffering. 
and him blaming the possibility that he blames the economic crisis that is is coming because many um, um, economists have been talking about this for the past year. Mm-hmm. Even the chairman of the the post the pre chairman of the of the Fed has also been talking about it. But the possibility of him using the coronavirus as um, kind of a gateway into saying we are in an economic crisis because of this virus is definitely something that he is bound to use to be reelected. Agreed. Yeah, that's for sure. So, I mean, and and basically as far as now, I know that the the criticism has been primarily focused on the delay. In other words, I think that basically there is a argument that um, the uh, our for us addressing the issue that we kind of delayed it and kind of, you know, kind of downplayed it. That's that's the biggest criticism. Uh, Am I correct? Yes, the, the inability to get tests. Yeah. So at this point in time, how do you how do we feel that they've been taking or dealing with it at this point? Do you think that that the proper precautions are being taken, and do you think that we're dealing with it the way it should be dealt with at, at least at this point, or do you think that we still have significant errors with regards to the way that the country is dealing with it? Or when I say country, I mean the administration. What do you think? I think there's. Go ahead, Rosen. Oh, I think there's definitely flaws in the way that it's been being addressed because Trump just announced that there will be um, around 4,000 centers or whatnot to be tested, whereas in South Korea, they're, be, they're getting 10,000 individuals tested a day. And Trump came out saying that, you know, 4,000 people will be tested a day. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that in itself shows, you know, we're, we're the wealthiest country in the world. How can we not provide individuals with the adequate resources for them to get tested? Not only that, but you think about, you know, the, the travel bans that have been issued and how they've been dealing with them. Just yesterday, an article came out about how 8,000 individuals were waiting in a Chicago O'Hare airport, you know, to be let into the United States. And that in itself is very endangering to the lives of those individuals that are going into the United States. Mm-hmm. And this is the wealthiest country in the world you're talking about. Right. So there's definitely been a lack of resources that are being provided to individuals to be able to tackle this virus. Right. I'm going to be a little more blunt to the point, Brother Ali. Look, uh, it wasn't just the lack of test preparation. It was a lack of preparation in general, okay? And then more importantly now, we're paying catch-up. You don't fight a war on the defense and expect to win that war. We've got to get into an offensive position to where we can control this risk factor or this risk trigger at the end of the day. And if we've got situations that are stopping that progression because of political uh, ramifications, because of certain individuals who want, uh, we are going to always be in a catch-up situation. And when you're on the defense, again, you're allowing yourself to be controlled by external circumstances that you don't control. So at the end of the day, there needs to be a whole change in the methodology, we are so far behind in terms of what this thing is uh, that, you know, individuals are moving on their own to take their own precautions and do what they, they do because they can't trust the governmental structure in terms of what it's saying and what it's doing and the consequence of what's going to be in the long term. Yeah. Also, the, oh, we had, the Obama administration had an organization that was, that was um, established to deal with these particular yes. problems. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's correct. And what happened to that organization? 
they were cut 80% in terms of their funding. They're operating on a 20% funding mechanism. Hmm. So he dismantled an organization that was, that was actually established to deal with this type of uh, crisis, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, correct. Right. And so, but at the same time, I believe that, if I'm not mistaken, I heard reports that he attempted to even try to blame it on the Obama administration. <laughs> Yes, right? he did. So, I mean, you know, so that's kind of the, the thing that the, the kind of the situation that you're dealing with. Now, on the other hand, you, you have people out there that are trying to suggest that the Democratic Party was, you know, trying to utilize this to 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 win the election that, you know, on the other on the other side. That's that's what I heard. That's what I read. I mean, you know, you have a lot of have you read that in the media? Yeah, I heard it. it no, they've, they've, uh, it's been said on Fox, it's been said in a couple of situations, and you know the absurdity of that is, is when you look at uh, what's going on, the beauty, I should say, is that uh, clearly behaviors and actions show themselves for what they are. So you can say what you want to say, but at the end of the day, this thing has been so politicized, and it's going to continue to be politicized for the favor of, of entities involved. Yeah. And so this is another thing. This is kind of what presidents, this is where you rise to the occasion. Mm. Tweeting and texting about, you know, Colin Kaepernick and, you know, all of these yes. insignificant things are not what we need the president for. Mm. I mean, these are the things that real leaders are made for. That's right. And now we, this really shows you who he really is. Do, how often does he tweet and text about the coronavirus? Mm. Do, have we been hearing any of that? Uh, is he tweeting about that? Mm. So, in other words, on a daily basis, you're tweeting about, you know, your problems with other political individuals, your issues with Joe Biden, uh, all this other, like, really ridiculous stuff that you spend all your time yes, dealing sir. with. Yes, sir. But when it comes to something like this, we know we don't hear nothing from you on a daily basis. All of a sudden, you go ghost. And what? the fact that he has taken no blame whatsoever uh, for what has transpired. None. Zero. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's... And how do you feel about that, Rosa? I tell you, yeah, you're right. I mean, he, he's been texting, he's been tweeting, but he's been tweeting to, part, to pardon a General Michael Flynn. Mm. You know? mm -hmm, and he's been mm -hmm. tweeting about Schumer and how he's been doing bad in Congress. And he's been tweeting about individual governors and states and how they're not dealing with it correctly. But he's not really taking, you know, being held accountable for That's what right. he's not doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, and, I, and what I don't understand is, you know, uh, and, and it's kind of like he's, he's responding the way in which most of us who truly know, you know, who he is. I mean, he's actually probably, you know, he's responding the way that we would expect him to respond to something like this. Uh, and that's not being presidential because he hasn't been a president. All he's been is basically, you know, a way for individuals to, uh, you know, he's a mouthpiece for people who are disgruntled about the Obama administration and about, you know, all the things that they feel that have an that may impact what they perceive to be uh, their own interest. Many of them are not even smart enough to even really know what their interests are. You know, that's kind of where they yes. are. And now that you got, and this is what's so funny about it, is, you know, what's going to really happen? I mean, we know what's coming. I mean, it, my, you know, the biggest, I don't really believe that, you know, and I, I'm going to take that back. I don't know what to believe. But I can tell you one thing I do know is that we're going to have a problem with our economy. Mm 
And oh, yeah. when Definitely. and now that you have a problem with the economy, now let's just see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Those same individuals that were supporting them, if they lose their job and they mm-hmm. lose their health care benefits, Teach. I wonder what they're going to think about Obamacare at that point. Wow. Teach, my brother. Right? Teach. They're going to have a completely different attitude about it when they're put in the same position. So now, you know, maybe, you know, uh, I, I don't want to get, um, you know, religious on people <laughs> and I don't want to get karmatic on people. But sometimes I think that basically sometimes things are done to, um, you know, to expose people. Mm. But at any rate, we'll continue with our discussion on the other side of the break. Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rate it G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. 
Post attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. We will continue with our discussion regarding the coronavirus. Now, um, before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about the, the, the way in which we believe that the president has handled himself, not only in this case, but, I mean, basically, you know, throughout his administration and, you know, the type of, of uh, you know, leadership qualities that he's experienced that he's put you know portrayed I, I mean i i really truly and then maybe this is this is going somewhere else on our discussion but i, I mean i really cannot understand how uh, individuals with you know good minds could really continue to support someone who acts that way period right hmm. i don't know of any time, at least within my lifetime, uh, or at least at least my recognition, and it, and it really isn't about parties, you know, mm -hmm. because I mean we've had, you know, other presidents that obviously were not, you know, that were from different parties that basically conducted themselves, um, you know, at least publicly in a very um, professional way. And someone that is a leader, and of course we know who, with us being the superpower, the leader of our nation is the leader of, of the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now that we're in a situation where, you know, our leader basically is someone who, you know, is um, a terrible, you know, at least the way in which they portray themselves is nowhere near the way that you would expect a leader of a nation like this to act. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now that we're, and, and see, that's the problem, you know, the thing about it is that, you know, it, it was cute over the last three and a half years, right? But those same individuals, I think they would just basically just, you know, uh, would they, would they, if they had to go to the soup kitchen or the soup line and lost literally everything that they had, would they still feel the same way? It's a good question. You know what I mean? Good question. And sometimes I think that they would. Yeah. What you think? I would agree with you because I think so many people are led by their emotionalism, and it's yeah. very hard to embrace the fact that you have been wrong in your perception uh, for three years. And remember, in my opinion, my humble opinion, most of those people uh, sided with Trump not because of they felt his policies would be beneficial to them and to the country. It was as a backlash to uh, President uh, Barack Obama, yeah. and they wanted to show that uh, they were totally against that. So, again, at the end of the day, I would have to agree with you, Ali. I, I think that uh, most of them uh, would go down with the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, Andrea? I 100% agree. I can't add or take away from anything he said. I 100% agree with what he said. All right. What about you, Rosa? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's really sad to see that, you know, these individuals still kind of hold this strong support for someone mm -hmm. who is, is, is harming their communities right. in itself, too. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad that they haven't awakened to 
what's been going on and to how much this individual doesn't really care about the American population, but rather himself. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it's seen through everything that he does and every step of the way. I mean, the fact that he um, he implemented that travel ban initially, and then now he implemented another travel ban, but left out the two cu- countries where he has businesses. You know, and all of these other things <laughs> that he's been talking about, and like you know, the economy and how he he. He refers to it as how he's been enjoying, you know, the whole unemployment when he's riding off of Obama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't build well the economy said. in one year. Well said. <laughs> right. well so said. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of things that it's really sad that a lot of individuals haven't awakened to the reality of who this man really is. Right, right. I mean, it, it is. It's, 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 it's completely crazy to, to believe that these individuals are going to continue to support this man and the and when you say he doesn't really care he doesn't even care about them they just not they're just silly and you know Mm -hmm. smart enough not to know that really he really doesn't care about them either he's going to go whatever way he feels that he would be able to be successful at winning the election that's right and if he had to turn around and go completely a three you know a 180 he'd do it yeah. I mean, you I know, and, and I think I that he clearly, you know, has been exposed. I mean, it's it's just, it's crazy, really, what's going down. But then the 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 uh, you know what's crazy is that you know the the way that the country is going to be impacted as a result of this coronavirus situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, sometimes you know, like I said, I mean, sometimes people are exposed, and I guarantee you, those same individuals that continue to support Trump when they're put in the same situations of those that they condemned, then you know, and you know, so, you know, I was having a discussion with someone not too long ago, and what would happen if if the situation had gotten so bad that we would have to, in, in order to stay here, you know. Um, it, it's so bad that you would have to leave. In other words, it's so contaminated, mm-hmm. and you had to leave this country, mm-hmm. right? right? Do you think anybody would take us? <laughs> huh? Boy, what, what do you think they're gonna say? They, uh, they're gonna build a wall, probably. Yeah. yeah. Huh? <laughs> and they say wow. no. Uh-uh. Y'all building, y'all building walls. Y'all building walls. We're gonna build. We're gonna build one too. Yes, sir. Wow. What if the only? What if? What if? What if the only place that basically we could go was Mexico? Yeah. We'd be digging them tunnels. Man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get on the other side. Right? Wow. Huh? Yes, sir. You know, I mean, so, you know, I mean, you just, it, it's, it's some, but, you know, that, that's real talk. I mean, you just, that's the thing about it. That's, I learned that as a, as a, as a little boy. The, one, the first lesson I ever learned is to treat people the way you want to be treated. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and now that you're doing, you could clearly you be, be careful because you can clearly find yourself in the same situation the right. that That's you're trying true. to condemn other people for, so you know, true. And, Very much so. right. And, and you never know. I mean, the one place that we may be able to go to avoid it might be one of the places that may not want us to go there. <laughs> and then we Very find true. ourselves as a nation being in the exact same situation. Yeah. You know, crying and begging and pleading to go mm. to to another place because of the circumstances. Mm. You see what I mean? I mean, so sometimes I mean that's the way. You know, uh, 
You know, our creator sometimes humbles us. Yeah, that's well true. Said. That is so well true. Said. Very true. Well yeah. said. And then this might be that that humbling moment, um, especially in light of any, including the economy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may it may be a situation where, you know, if this situation gets the way um, uh, it's going, um, we may be put into a situation where we may be have to flee just to, to right survive. Up. It's yeah. real talk. I mean, that is real talk. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Like I said, I mean, you could wake up like the former Soviet Union, go to the ATM machine, and there'd be no money in there. But isn't that what most people probably uh, fear, and in this situation, the unknown? Yeah. It's not so much the actual virus. It's mm-hmm. the unknown because they cannot and do not know at the end of the day what are the short and long-term consequences of what's going on. Right. So right. You don't know how true you uh, you might be uh, on target with, seriously. Yeah. Ooh, practice yeah. to Espanol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, they be telling us the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. Yeah. So that and and you know one of the things that kind of you know uh, that I thought about you know when we're dealing with this issue um, because I like I said I, I mean I'm hoping and praying that basically we all come out of this situation okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, and, and but again, like I said, I mean, we, we still have to, when we're talking about this issue with the economy is coming, but are we ready for it? I don't think we we're are. Not. I don't think the average person. You can tell by the way they selling out these stores. The average person, no. And there's some things like the small businesses. Uh, you can't control that at the end of the day. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, they shut down yeah. Disneyland, didn't they? They, they shut, shut down sure Disneyland. Yeah. They shut down the, the casinos. Yeah. Then they shut down the casino. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But at any rate, uh, thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with, with Attorney Zulu Wali and the Justice Watch crew. Uh, we'll be speaking with you next week, same time, same place, same channel. And until that time, on behalf of the crew, stay blessed. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands.